Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 198 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Reasons to change or not to change your business model. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. It's mid-November as I record this. I guess maybe a little bit later than that. It's actually uh, later in November. And I recently returned from an all-girls trip to Cancun to celebrate my 50th birthday. And I have to say there was a time when my limiting beliefs would have kept me from doing something like this, from treating myself to such a trip and from asking 15 plus besties to join me in Mexico, believing that they wouldn't spend that much to celebrate my birthday. I have to credit my husband for nudging me to do this. However, I will give myself credit for going all in on this trip, like regardless of how uncomfortable it felt to ask some super busy business owners, moms, friends, and career women, those are all my besties, to join me. Well, I'm very happy to say that seven of my besties joined me and it was incredible. It's the best gift I may have ever given myself. It's exactly what I needed. I'm so grateful to be surrounded by women who lift me up and cheer me on. And that's what my besties do for me. Like for women who understand who I am and love me just the way I am, quirks and all, I haven't I can honestly say like I haven't laughed so much and relaxed so much in a long time. I really disconnected for five days and it felt refreshing to not work, to not post on social media, to not feel compelled to answer messages or emails, to just let myself sit around in a pool outside or on my balcony and just enjoy the beautiful scenery, my friends, the weather, all the things, Cancun. I came back energized, and then my husband surprised me with the most incredible surprise birthday party. To say the past 10 days have been a whirlwind is an understatement. And now as I record this, I'm preparing to host both of our families for Thanksgiving. But I wouldn't change it for anything. So thank you to my husband for being so incredibly thoughtful and to my besties for making my 50th birthday so special and so fun. I know I don't always talk about the personal things, but this was really big for me this year. So I wanted to make sure that I mentioned it. I also want to mention it because I often have people in the Savvy Shopkeeper community tell me, thank you for showing me what's possible. Because as women, as women who put everyone else first before ourselves, we often underserve ourselves. And I love when people tell me, thank you for showing me what's possible. So I don't share these stories to brag 
about these past 10 days. I share them because I think it's important that we show each other what we are capable of doing, what we're capable of becoming. And for me, the past 10 days, it was a huge win. So I want to make sure that I stress that to all of you. And that I say thank you to the people who lift me up as they have um, over the past couple weeks. It was incredible. It was just really incredible. All right, so it's time to move on to this episode. My intention for this episode is to share my thoughts about what to consider when you want to change your retail business model. And I have a disclaimer, and it's important that I share this first. Please listen to this episode in its entirety. I do not take making this decision lightly. I want you to have the data, the research, and any information necessary to help you feel confident about such a big decision like this. With the new year approaching, I know many of us take the end of the year to ponder and reflect. I do that myself. I get it. We think about what's been working and what hasn't been working. We tend to start thinking about the things we can change in order to make our businesses and our lives better. For some, it'll be minor changes, but we always hope with those minor changes, we get big impact, right? And for some others, you might be considering some big changes like a revamp of your business model, meaning maybe shifting from an apparel store to a home decor store or shifting from home decor to a full gift shop. I'm not just referring to going heavier on one category in your business. I'm talking about changing it all and maybe even adding a full rebranding project too, new name, new logo, new mission, all the things. But before you do that, I want to help you have a conversation with yourself about why and does it make sense? Over the years, I've seen some store owners disregard what their customers were telling them in order to chase after maybe a store that they wanted selfishly for themselves or a store that they thought would bring them more success. So this conversation that you're going to have with yourself is incredibly important because I want you to see the whole picture. The problem isn't always your product lines. It's often the store owners thinking that's the problem. So for instance, if you're wondering, okay, Kathy, what does that mean? For instance, maybe one of your categories or services is doing incredibly well, like so well that you're drowning in it and it's bottlenecking your business and it's exhausting you. But the question I have for you is, are you just afraid to raise your prices, set boundaries, and create systems so you can go from drowning to swimming? And then that wouldn't mean completely revamping your business model to get rid of something that you think is a pain point, but in fact is your zone of genius. It's it's the area of your business that customers want more of. So I want to really dig into this topic. So let's start with some of my thoughts on when to change your business model. If I were to break this podcast episode or this topic into three areas, it would be when to change your business model, when not to change your business model. And the third one is when you might consider changing your business model. So if you're trying to figure out where I'm going with this, those are the three areas. And the first one is when to change your business model. 
And there are two two areas or two points where you would do that is when you want to provide your customers more value. Your customers are asking either directly or indirectly for something else other than what you carry. Do your customers come in and they're always asking, do you know of a store that carries this or have you ever considered carrying this? And the topic comes up over and over again, but maybe your brain immediately just shuts down. You're like, nope, this is my store. I'm not changing it. Take it or leave it. That's a time that you might want to consider changing it. What are your customers asking for? How can you provide them more value, particularly based on what they're looking for or knowing that there's a gap in your neighborhood or in your community that you could fill if your brain was just willing to go ahead and explore the idea of changing your business model. This episode is brought to you by my free resource, 100 plus social media ideas and prompts for retail store owners. It's easy to get into a rut with social media marketing and not know what to post about. Get this 21 page downloadable resource filled with a list of long ideas so you can be inspired to post and market your brick and mortar store. Visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas. That's the number 100 and the word ideas all together. SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas and sign up for my newsletter to get the list. The other one is, do you have a lack of conversions? Is your store full of items and you have good or great foot traffic? but it's not converting to customers buying from you. It's not converting into sales. That means maybe you are missing the mark. Maybe you're not providing customers or the people in your neighborhood or community what they need and or are looking for. So if I were again to go back to when to change it is you would be providing your customers more value or if you see that you have a lack of conversions, but you have a decent amount of foot traffic, those are two times to change your business model or to consider changing your business model. On the flip side of that, here are some of my thoughts on when not to change your business model. And of course, the first one is your mindset. If you really dig deep and ask yourself, am I doing this because I have FOMO, because I'm envious of another store or store owner, or because my competition keeps copying me. Those are things that I really want you to think about. Whether you're in a group like Master Shopkeepers or not, we all follow other store owners on social media. We all have retail business neighbors that we see what they're doing. It can be easy to see another group member's store on Instagram, for example, or to watch your business neighbor on social media. And just seeing everything that they're doing makes you want to drool and causes envy. But like I've said before, another store's business is none of your business. When you start to make decisions from someone else's lens, you lose vision for yourself. You lose your vision at what will work for your business. So it's really important to dig deep on this part. Are you changing your business model because of your mindset, because you think you're missing out on something, because you're envious of another store, because because of what competition is doing? The other part of when not to change your business model is demand. 
Are your customers asking for more of something you already do? And if that's the case, ask yourself, can you accommodate this? If I go back to what I said at the beginning of this episode, in some instances, it will make sense, like I mentioned earlier. Can you raise your prices, set boundaries, create systems and or hire to fill the demand? Are you telling yourself, ugh, like, let's say, for example, I hear this a lot from stores that do monogramming. There's so much demand for it. And then all of a sudden they get so overwhelmed. They're like, nope, I can't. But what really, what it really what's really happening is they're afraid to raise their prices, to set boundaries around customers who are overly demanding or pushy, to create good systems around taking these orders and fulfilling the orders or they're afraid to hire. All of those things are just holding you back from really growing a category in your business that could actually do well. But for whatever reason, you're viewing it as a drain. It's exhausting you. And then all of a sudden, what people are asking you for becomes a problem. It shouldn't be a problem. I would tell you to flip it and figure out how to make this better for yourself, how to make it better for your customers so that you can fill the demand with some peace instead of from exhaustion. Okay, so, so far I've mentioned two things when you don't want to change your business model, your, when you need to work on your mindset instead, or when you have demand but you wanna figure out, or you, you can figure out how to fill that demand. And the last one is low revenue. Do customers love what you have? Almost everyone who comes in makes a purchase. Your conversions are fantastic, but you have low revenue. And that's when we start to beat ourselves up. Like we're, we're thinking, I know I should be generating more money in this rev or more revenue in this business. So my question to you would be, what can you do to market your business more? If that's the case, do not change your business model just because you have low revenue. I would tell you then to focus on your marketing effort. What can you do to get more people in? Because clearly, if your conversions are great, it's that you are serving your customers and your community what they want. You, what you need to focus on instead is getting more foot traffic in your store. And then the last part of this is when you might consider changing your business model. And really, this is just one, one thing that I wanted to mention is if you're burned out and a lot of you are going to be like, okay, Kathy, we're all burned out. And I get it. I understand that we're all, t- we're all probably tired oftentimes from running our businesses, but this is extreme burnout. And I really want to be careful with this one because burnout can often be fixed with mindset work. But is it simply time for a change? And will this change make all the difference for you and your customers? Just again, something to consider. I don't want everyone in retail to run with this one and say, well, Kathy said if I was burned out to go ahead and change my business model. This is going to be a unique situation. It isn't going to apply to most people. There's a difference between tired and between extreme burnout. Again, this is a tough one, but I thought important to mention. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up. I made this short and sweet because it is Q4, because it is December and we're in the thick of it all. 
And I wanna just add that disclaimer again that I do not take making this decision lightly. I want you to have the data, so go ahead and run numbers if you need to. Look at your statistics, look at your average order value and your revenue and your conversions. Do all of that so that you can make a picture, you can make a decision from a clear picture. Do the research and get the information necessary to help you feel confident about a decision like this. So if it's time for you to have this conversation with yourself, and this isn't going to apply to many of you, I do want you to take it seriously. And I want you to make the decision again from solid data, from a rested place, and from a healthy mind. Otherwise, you're risking an already good thing. I'm going to say it one more time. Otherwise, you're risking an already good thing that could get better. If you found this podcast episode helpful, please share it with a retail business friend or leave me a rating and a review on Apple Podcast. I really appreciate it when you do that. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 198. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up. need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.